We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Matt Pauley from the Cardinals Radio Network and the KMOX side of the building is with us to talk a little sports as we head into the weekend. Matt, how are you? Happy weekend. I'm great. Happy weekend to you. We're just about there. Let's start football here. Okay. Just get your thoughts on the uh, championship games on Sunday. Everybody's making me nervous picking the Bengals. That line has shifted back and forth. I know Patrick Mahomey has the uh, high ankle sprain. I like the Chiefs in this game. It's I do a too. Home game. They only had one playoff game because they were coming off the yeah. bye. Come on, man, right? Chiefs are going to win. I'm, uh, I'm more sure about that. I think the other one's kind of a pick them. Yeah, I, I could see the 49ers pulling that off. I think the Eagles probably will win, but... I'm maybe I just haven't bought in on the Bengals enough, but I, I just I look at Kansas City, I look at their pedigree, I look at Patrick Mahomes, I look at Andy Reid, I look at the the different weapons they have, I look what they do defensively. I just I love that team, and I don't see them losing a home game either. No, I don't either. But you know, we've seen some weird things happen in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. And the, the thing about the 49ers is I mentioned this earlier with Kusumano. I think I had forgotten it. They've won 12 games in a row. Yeah. So you you wonder if the bubble's about to burst there. I love comparing Kansas City to San Francisco because Kansas City has built around a quarterback, and then you can basically put anybody you want with Patrick Mahomes, and he's going to raise their level. Where what San Francisco has done is they haven't had this elite quarterback, so they've gone and put together this amazing supporting cast of all these different people who can do really unique things, and then they're able just to insert whatever quarterback they want to. Right now it's Brock Purdy, and it's those guys lifting up Purdy. So those two teams have been built so differently offensively, but you can see there's multiple multiple pathways to success. A lot of comparisons with um, Brock Purdy and Kurt Warner right now. Yeah, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves on that one. Too, but there is an Iowa connection. You know, he's an Iowa State guy and then you know, you know Warner, Kurt Warner. Yeah, so uh, but here's the, here's the thing that's impressed me, and he was what like one of the last picks. He was certainly the uh, 49ers' last pick, I think. In the yeah, draft, I thought, right? was he the overall last pick? I think he might have. Yeah, been. but he he just has come. Look, you have to have mentally, you have to be so put together to be an NFL quarterback. I mean, the physical aspects, obviously, but he has seemingly played so cool under pressure coming in as the third string. It's been pretty impressive. He's won a lot. He's an older guy. I mean, look at what he did at Iowa State. They won a lot of games with him at quarterback. He's never going to be this elite Pro Bowl quarterback, but going back to what I was saying a moment ago, if you got pieces around you and you're a quarterback that's smart enough to not that you're not going to go try to be a hero, you can go do what they're doing. What are your thoughts right now? Because obviously you got some quarterback shuffling that's going to go around. Where do you think, um, well, 
because Matt used to work at my former station as well on the, the Packers Radio Network, WTMJ. What's going to happen? Former with, Patrick with Packers well, Radio Network. Oh, my yeah. God. And, you know, that hurt. That really did hurt when they left TMJ. Uh, the Cardinals made that mistake leaving KMOX and then came back eventually. But what's going to happen with Aaron? What's he's your not, best guess? He's not done. No. Uh, and I, I would say it's a 50-50 on if he's back with the Packers or playing for another team. You know, if the three options are done, play with another team, play with the Packers, all I'm willing to do is throw out, be done. He's going to be playing in the NFL I next year. I think he's made that clear. Look, he, yeah. he thinks now, he, he was criticized, even Gronk came out after him because he said, look, on the Pat McAfee show, I think I can win another MVP. And Gronk's like, uh, it's not just about MVP. If you listen to the whole conversation, he was clearly talking about winning another championship. I find it hard to believe that Aaron Rodgers is just playing for himself. He wants to win with whatever team. I don't know what the best destination, if he's not on the Packers, would be. I guess as a Packers fan, I'm at peace with changes because they're going to come eventually. I just don't know if Jordan Love is that guy. Yeah, so Nathaniel Hackett just got hired as the Jets offensive coordinator, and he's a former offensive coordinator for Rodgers. In fact, when he got the Broncos head coaching job, a lot of people thought that that was a precursor to Rodgers ending up in Denver, and clearly that didn't happen. So uh, the Jets have been a team that's been talked about. The Raiders have been a team that's been talked about. It would reunite him with uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, The Packers have got to figure out what they have in Jordan Love. They spent a second-round pick on him. That's a high-value pick, and they're spending some money on them at some point they got to figure out if there's anything there so we got a big game in columbia missouri tomorrow with iowa state and uh and mizzou i think that's going to be a fun game really interesting college basketball going on all around st louis with slew and illinois and mizzou still maybe pointed toward the tournament would you say all three uh potentially certainly mizzou and illinois yeah, you know, Illinois has kind of been in and out. They, they didn't have a great start to Big Ten play. They haven't played a little better. They're going to play Wisconsin tomorrow. Uh, I think Missouri still has some things to accomplish. They've been in the top 25 a little bit this year. They're not in the top 25 right now. A win tomorrow Puts would be a huge in, yeah. resume builder because I'm, I'm it's a non-league I'm not as concerned about win. being in the top 25 yeah. as I am just really having, you know, this team push forward. And I think with, with – Kobe being back in, I was surprised he was back in the lineup after sitting against um, Alabama. But Isaiah Mosley just looking great the last two games. He had whatever disciplinary issues we don't really know. But those two together and, you know, some of these other kids that are really stepping up, it could be a team that makes a little bit of noise. I mean, we're not talking Final Four, don't get me wrong. But I like them if the matchup's right to get to the Sweet 16. Maybe. That's not out of the realm of possibility. Tomorrow, a lot of season left. We're going to learn a lot because it's this weird non-league game right yeah. in the middle of league season, and you're at home against a top 15 team. If you're a tournament team, that's that's a game you want to win. Yeah, absolutely. All right. One of the reasons I wanted to have you in here last week, and we had to cancel because um, one of us talked too much during another segment. That was me. Uh, the story that I think a lot of people haven't heard about. It's a name, image, and likeness deal that was offered and then apparently later reneged upon um, in Florida. G. Allen Taylor, who covers the Gators for The Athletic, published this story a couple of weeks ago about how this NIL collective at the University of Florida offered a contract to Jaden Rashada, four-star recruit from California, worth $13 million. On November 10th, he signs a deal with Gator Collective, an NIL booster group run by Florida baseball player Eddie Rojas, former Florida baseball player. So these collectives are where you have boosters. And look, I had dinner with Coach Drink over the summer, and we talked a lot. I got a very interesting you know, education in NIL where you have boosters, You know, people like you, Matt, that have a lot of money, that put money into the programs, <laughs> and you have this collective, and from that collective, you pay players. Mm-hmm. But $13 million? Yeah, here, okay, so not to like totally derail what you're saying, but to me, the biggest takeaway here and what needs to get fixed is 
these athletes still need to be committed to the program and not just committed to money mm. that's coming from a third party. When the, This is not an apples-to-apples apples comparison, but this is how I described it to somebody. Mark, it would be like you going and interviewing for a job at another radio station. And they're going to pay you something, but that doesn't really matter. But there's this, there's this business, and they say, we're going to pay you gobs and gobs and gobs of money to endorse our product on this new station that you're going to go work for. So you're going to take this job because you're making all this money from this third party. And then all of a sudden... Can, the can third... I get that job, by the way? Is that, well, is that I'll, I'll see what I can do okay, about right. that. Keep me posted. Then all of a sudden the third party says to you, yeah, uh, we're actually not going to do that. So now you are not committed to that radio station. You're not making the money that you wanted to make, and you're just kind of out there. And I think that's where the problem exists right now. We've got to figure out a way that these student athletes are still making decisions. I'm not against them getting paid. Don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-NIL at all. But we've got to figure out a system where these kids are committing to a program and not committing to third-party money. And he's still, and I don't know how we do that, but he's still... At Florida, right? He hasn't jumped ship, but no, he's out. He's gone. Oh, he, he he got his release, so okay. he's uh. The I haven't seen anything in probably close to a week, but the last I saw was that he was talking with a couple Pac-12 schools. Okay, interesting. Let's talk a little baseball. You are heading down to uh, spring training when Super Bowl Sunday. It's oh, awesome, isn't yeah. it? And it's going to be crappy and cold in February. You'll oh, be down I'm in so Jupiter, jealous. Florida. So we can't wait for baseball. You know that, Matt. You've, you've been back here. How long have you been back in St. Louis About now? About seven months. Okay. Yeah. So you weren't even here for the full season last year. A lot of anticipation and excitement. I still think some questions about the lineup um, and the pitching. So I, I don't know. What, what are you most interested in here in a couple of weeks when this team gets on the field and starts working out? Yeah, so I think them being in the NL Central is a benefit because the NL Central stinks. And what that they've got so many question marks. You look at a position player standpoint, they have four guys who have a year over year track record Goldschmidt, Arenado, Edmund, and Contreras. There is not another position player on the roster who has put together year over year track records of success. And if you don't do that, there's no reason that you can assume that they're going to do it. So they go in with so many question marks. We don't know what Tyler O'Neill, what Dylan right. Carlson, what Lars Newtbar, what Nolan Gorman, we don't know what any of these guys are going to do. So they get to sit back and watch which one of these guys do take the step forward which ones don't take the step forward, and then they can analyze their roster needs from there. Where if you're in the East or the West, Mark, you do that and you have a bad start to the season, you might be 12 games out after one month because of the money that's been thrown around in the saying. East and the West. So I think the Cardinals are in really I, – I, I don't think the roster is complete. I, I want to be very clear on that. The roster is not complete. They need to add to the roster, but they are in a fantastic place where they're going to be able to more specifically add to the roster. What, what are your thoughts? So we sat here a year ago, and because we're Cardinals fans, we root for people like Matt Carpenter and Paul DeYoung and you know people that – seemingly can't play to the level that they were able to because they're part of our team and, and they achieved something in the past. And we so much wanted Paul DeYoung. I did. And I thought that when he came back at one point, it looked like he was going to start tearing it up again. And then it didn't happen. Now we're hearing reports that he's revamped the swing, doing some different things with the leg kick, uh, hoping for the best. Can we hope that something might change there? Are you optimistic or not? I'd take that as a no. <laughs> I'm not. I hope it works. 
Uh, it seems like he's grasping for straws in many ways when you're completely trying to revamp your swing. That being said, the Cardinals do have really smart people that can you know look at the video and analyze things. There certainly is a possibility it works. Derek Gould just wrote a fantastic story in the Post-Dispatch that really analyzed the things he's changing. So it can work. But there's, I'm not going to sit here and tell you for sure it is going yeah. to work. That's a huge question mark going in. What about Jordan Walker? A lot of buzz about him right now. Yeah, too. I mean, I'm excited. I'm uh, and he is going to be given every opportunity to make the team out of spring. If he plays his way onto the roster, he is going to be on the roster. And the moment he's on that big league roster, he is an everyday corner outfielder for the Cardinals for the foreseeable future. He oozes superstar. Everything he does, the way he looks, the way he plays, the way he talks, the way he carries himself, everything says superstar. And that's another reason that the Cardinals can kind of sit back. Last thing you want to do is go sign some veteran left-handed bat that's got to be in the middle of the order and then close off an opportunity on somebody like Jordan Walker. We just don't know, and we're going to assess this, obviously, if he's ready. I mean, is this... Is there an assumption that this will be the year that he's ready, or could this still be something that pushes on down the line past this season? He'll be in the big leagues this year. I'm not going to tell you he's going to be there on opening day. He may be there opening day. He'll be in the big leagues this year. Matt Pauley, great to have you in. Thanks for dropping by here this afternoon. And uh, I think we'll probably talk to you before you head down to spring training, but that's exciting that that's so close. Absolutely. It's very exciting for you because it's going to be a lot warmer than here in St. Louis. But we're jealous, and you'll rub that in, won't you? Of course. Okay, well, we deserve it. Thank you, Matt. Have a great weekend. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.